Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders in Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we speak with leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Vanessa Christie, who's the Director of Loyalty and Experiences at the North Face. How are you today, Vanessa? I am doing great, Mark. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Awesome. Um, watching the March uh, Madness uh, basketball? Um, no. I mean, little bits here and there, some headlines, but I am not following it too closely. No, um, nor am I. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so not a not day yet. But anyway, <laughs> um, a lot of people are following it, so it's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so when you look uh, at you uh yourself your history we you know we like to start these on a more personal level so we get to know the person we're speaking with a little bit uh in more depth and we'd love to know a little bit more about you maybe your background uh have you been in customer loyalty for a while your role at north face yeah um so yeah so i most of my career has been uh in marketing in some area, always for retail brands, uh, and actually mostly in the outdoor industry space. So um, I've been at Timbuktu Designs, Specialized Bicycles, and now the North Face, okay. uh, helping to manage uh, as like a brand manager in some capacity, uh, as well as retail marketing, wholesale marketing, loyalty marketing, digital e-com marketing. Um, so a really broad spectrum. Um, of, of experiences. Um, and then in specifically in customer loyalty for about five or six years now. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, a fun fact, there's a passion you have outside of work. Do you like to parasail? You have 14 kids. Uh, did you play soccer in college? What, what's maybe a, a passion or a fun fact you have outside of work? Yeah. So, um, okay. So I, so my fun fact is that, uh, this June, I will be climbing Mount Shasta, which is just over 14,000 feet, the fifth highest peak in the U.S., um, with a group of around 20 other um, climbers of different ages, backgrounds. And it's actually a fundraiser for breast cancer prevention. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, it's called the Climb Against the Odds. And actually the North Face has been a big supporter of Breast Cancer Prevention Partner, which is the organization that puts this on. Um, they've been longtime supporters. And um, I recently learned through that organization that 90% of breast cancer is preventable, uh, is not genetic and therefore preventable, um, that I really wanted to get more involved. So I'm committing to this personal challenge um, and physical challenge, uh, which is an area that that I'm passionate about, whether it's cycling or mountaineering, um, climbing. Um, so thank you for allowing this platform to um, plug my, my climb. And I'm happy to share my fundraising page too, because a big part of it is around um, fundraising as well. But outdoor adventuring Absolutely. is a, a passion of mine. Okay, that's good, good to hear. Um... How, how long does it take to train for something like that? It, it's not obviously like climbing K2 or. <laughs> yeah. So there's a 16 week training plan, which started okay. a month ago. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. good luck with that. Thank you very much. I'm going to need it. Uh, um, perfect. So when you look at customer loyalty, oh, first off, we didn't talk about North Face. Got me, got me all confused with the climbing there. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> Uh, North Face. 
-hmm. everyone's familiar with North Face. Uh, most people should be familiar with the brand. Can you give us a little history of North Face and, and kind of how it was founded and what kind of the, the mission for the uh, brand is? Yeah. So um, North Face was founded in 1966 by two hiking enthusiasts, a couple named Douglas Tompkins and his wife, Susie Tompkins. And they uh, really were, as hiking enthusiasts themselves, really wanted to um, create gear that supported them and their friends and the greater community to explore more. And so in 1966, they started the North Face, which actually started as a small mountaineering store in San Francisco. And there are some epic photos from the opening party where the Grateful Dead played and Hell's Angels were the doormen at this party. Um, so I'm happy to share some of those like archival photos too, because it's pretty cool. Um, and then throughout the 60s and 70s, uh, really just the product line um, grew, but it all came back to actual athletes and actual like uh, people experiencing the outdoors as the as who they were serving to help people to explore more, protect them from the elements. Um, and then 80s started getting into like ski specific ski gear. And then the 90s is really when we saw this, like the North Face really brought in the aperture on what it means to explore. And so that's when we started to see some of our iconic products that, that are still iconic today. So 92 was the Nupsy, which is um, more uh, ubiquitously known as like the big puffy jacket. Also okay. like the uh, the mountain jacket. There are seven styles in at the North Face that are our icon collection that stay in the line year round. And we might drop new colorways, but um, they're timeless and they're, they're icons. And that all started... Um, and then those those main ones really started in the 90s. Okay. Great. Uh, and then one little fun fact actually about the North Face um, that I was really um that I was excited to to learn about that the logo, so those three um like illustrations uh next to the word mark of the North Face, that's actually Half Dome or inspired by Half Dome in Yosemite, which is this epic climbing wall. Um and not just a little squiggly mark. So it's half dome. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> good. Um, uh, when you look at uh, your customer loyalty efforts at North Face, you know, what does customer loyalty mean to you, to your organization, and, and to your to your customers? Yeah. So we really look at customer loyalty in two main pillars. The first, really, of course, is this like emotional loyalty. Um, that we bring to life through that experiences and, and connection. And then the second is more of that purchase-based um, loyalty. So again, emotional loyalty is really all about making meaningful connections with our customers. So they not only trust us for the product performance, they know when they put on a North Face jacket um, or pants and go out in the world to explore, that they know that we'll protect them and they can trust the product, but also that they're proud to be a part of the North Face community, advocates for the North Face um, as a brand for, for what we do, not only with product, but how we exist in the community and ultimately like hold a place in their hearts um, that they bring with them on their adventures 
whether it's to the top of a mountain or to the park or on the climbing wall. Um, and then purchase-based loyalty, you know, is more around um, their repeat visits. Um, is it uh, depending on what season that they're coming back in um, and how we can be a part of their lives from our product perspective um, year round. Okay. When you look at the Explore Pass, Explore Pass program, uh, yeah. how does the program work? Uh, how do members engage with the program? And, and you know, what are the benefits of the program uh, for the consumer and for uh, your organization, North Face? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll start by saying we actually relaunched loyalty at the North Face in um, 2021. We first started with loyalty in 2013. So it's a little bit over overdue. Um, but so we launched Explore Pass 2021, and it was really based on consumer research, both members and non. And so part of our goals with this program was one, to simplify, make it easy to understand, easy to engage with. The second is really around clarity and to strengthen our core benefits. And the third is really, really like turning up the volume on the experiential side of the loyalty program. So not just transactional. And so based on that, um, Explore Pass has six core benefits. The first is around points and rewards. You can earn points on every purchase and rewards are issued three times a year. Uh, rewards start at just $100 spend. And you can also earn points that contribute to earning a reward for um, non-purchase related activities like checking in at a national park um, in the mobile app to bring your own bag when you shop in store or playing games or polls in our member dashboard. Second category, access to exclusive product. This is like our most iconic, most coveted product that usually sells out in less than a day. Um, whether it's Gucci or Cause or online ceramics, okay. our Explore Pass members get that first. Um, there's exclusive events, there's gifts. Um, we have a dedicated customer service line that puts our loyalty members at the front of the line so they get the fastest service. Um, and then the last one is our um, member only product wear test, which essentially allows our members to purchase some purchase TNF gear. And then wear it out in the wild for during the same like 60 day return window. And if for whatever reason it doesn't work for you, it's not the right um, base layer. It's not the right temperature. It doesn't fit you and it doesn't fit your need. You're able to return it. Um, so that's like a, a really great benefit to allow more people to maybe lower that barrier of entry to try something new, a new category from us that they maybe haven't tried before. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. And when you look at the program, um, it uh, has won a number of awards. Uh, Newsweek program, uh, Newsweek Native, one of the top uh, loyalty programs. You know, when you look at the program holistically, what do you think's working well for the program? And, and uh, you know, what are two or three things you really like about the program? Yeah. So I would say the, the first is really around that we hear from our members Every, every time we do a survey um, is really the simplified points and reward structure that act, provide a lot of, of real value for our customers. Again, rewards start at just $100 spend. 
And each cycle, and there's three cycles a year, a member can earn up to $50 in a reward to come back. So as a percent of the total spend, it's a substantial amount. Um, and our members have told us that, that that's something that is one of the most appealing part of our program. Um, the second I'd say is really around these experiential benefits that we're layering on. Um, every So last, last spring, we launched a hiking series called Explore Pass Trail Days. And last year, it happened in four different cities in the U.S., and there's no cost. It included transportation to and from the trailhead. Um, athletes were there. Lunch was included. Everything was included, and there is no cost, but you had to be a member to sign up. So we're running that again this year, um, as well as looking for more ways to, whether it's larger sweepstakes that enable exploration, like flyaway trips to a mountain film fest that we're, we're sponsoring, or um, other ways that really bring the North Face to life um, in an experiential way that, that you have to be an Explore Pass member to, to get access to and experience. Okay, excellent. When yeah. you Look at uh, personalization of uh, the customer experience efforts. It's something that's a, a growing area of interest for our members. Uh, we actually just had a meeting about it uh, late last week. What's working, what's not working, how you do it at scale. But with your uh, program, you obviously have a diverse set of uh, outdoor interests. You know, how, how do you look at personalization and, and how can you leverage financial technology to help increase the efficacy of those efforts? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot a lot of opportunity and personalization. And I think we're probably just scratching the surface, both from the consumer experience side and from a technology side. Um, I think, you know, a big area of focus for us and, and many folks in, in loyalty or CLM is um, actually around um, stated interests and preferences and, um, really relying on our members to tell us what they are interested in, when they want to hear from us, what they want to hear from us about, so that we're delivering um, really relevant content yep. and and something that they care about and not the things that they don't. Because it's like we there's like deductions from our trust bank when when we're you know communicating or um sharing news or updates or experiences where they're like this isn't this isn't me at all. Um, and so we really are continually look at how how we can engage with our customers in a way where they're telling us, they're stating to us what they want to hear from us on, and we're not making assumptions. Okay. Excellent. And when you look at uh, the success of your customer loyalty, customer experience efforts, you know, are there a series of KPIs or metrics that you think are important to your program uh, to, to you know, when you start looking at you know effectiveness and efficacy of the program? Yeah. So again, we sort of look at the experiential side and more of that purchase-based loyalty on experiential and the emotional connection. Um, we're really interested in how our members feel about us, their experience with loyalty and the North Face. So in that way, we look at both loyalty MPS. So would you recommend Explore Pass? And we keep an eye on that on a regular basis, as well as the brand NPS for loyalty members versus non. And then um, looking at customer sentiment in surveys, whether it's related to Explore Pass, related to their event experience, their online experience, store experience, that 
really some of like the way for us to quantify our customer experience is our, our signals to us and KPIs that we look at to say like, are we on the right track with what we're doing? And then on the purchase side, of course, like many others, we're looking at frequency. We're looking at the seasonality of the purchases that they're making and and other transactional metrics that um, help inform that it's almost like, are we making that emotional connection? Do we have the right product? Are we showing up at the right time that enables them to continue to come back to us? Excellent. And when you look at uh, the customers, uh, the members of the program, there uh, has been a lot of uh, kind of disruption with regard to customers, how they engage with brands going through COVID, now coming out of COVID. You know, how do your customers, uh, how are they changing? How do they change maybe going through COVID, uh, you know, uh, looking to do more outdoors, uh, you know, good engagements? And then maybe how are they changing kind of coming, you know, back out? Yeah. So, you know, one thing that we continue to see is their expectations around online experience and the integration of our channels, whether they're, you know, there's the expectation that if you're integrate, if you're engaging in store, that, that that's going to be known and connected to their online account. So it's like one ecosystem. We just have one view um, of the customer um, and that it's, that it's um, connected and frictionless, making it. And these are like bigger, bigger um, challenges beyond just like the loyalty department. But how do we make it easy to purchase and return great online experiences around product that you just don't get when you're on a website versus in store when you can touch, feel, try on? Um, how do we? How do we do that for our online customers too? So we increase our trust um, and in in our customers making a purchase. Okay. The other thing, and, and you spoke to this too around, you know, with the pandemic, that with that coming to an end and or that highly restricted part coming to an end, we're seeing a huge demand for in-person events of all different scales, whether it's um, retail-based or more local to regional like Explore Pass Trail Days that I was mentioning earlier to these like larger, like large scale events, um, more of like a festival vibe that there's a lot of demand for that in-person connection. And, you know, what we're seeing and talking to others in the field that that playbook about experiences in person, the playbook that maybe used to be working before um, is, is not as relevant now. And there might've been some like local or smaller event fatigue because, um, of the, this like shared playbook that everyone was sort of working with, um, where that's, that's no longer true. So we're having to kind of go back to the, the drawing board and think about what is it that, how do we meet customers where they are and their interests and their expectations now that have changed, um, since the pandemic. Okay, excellent. Mm -hmm. What uh, is uh, the biggest challenge you face in your position? What what keeps you up at night? <laughs> um, so I would say, so there's, there's two that come to mind. I'd say the first is really staying in touch with this evolution of customer expectations and desires um, related to 
um, experiences, whether it's around purchasing and transaction or, or these more like brand experiences, um, they're changing and evolving desires and expectations around services, whether you're online, in-store, at events. Um, and really that the third part is around how do we specifically for the North Face continue to work towards earning work towards that emotional loyalty where we earn a place in their hearts um, as their favorite outdoor brand, not just a brand that they're like, I know this brand's going to protect me when I do the, and keep me warm or keep me dry. Um, but how do we become their favorite outdoor brand? Excellent. And when you look at uh, other customer loyalty programs, are there programs that you admire that you think are, are doing a great job that, that you are loyal to? Mm. You know, I do think, um, and REI is both a customer and competitor of of us because they are um, they are a partner of ours. But I think what I continue to see with REI is this um, that I admire is their um, also their pivot towards being more community oriented and um, really looking at. They're they're they do a great job at balancing the fact that they're they are a large brand, multi-brand um company, but they do like local events for members really well that provide a lot of value for their members that are unique and they're all really around um mostly around um learning a new skill or trying a new activity, which to be able to scale that kind of offering um, that builds, you know, builds in um, repeat visits to the location, top of mind for their members, um, the way that they scaled that, I think, is really admirable. Um, in addition to this, like opening the aperture on what outdoor um, can look like. Absolutely, that's great. They do a real good job. I know person who runs it's a friend of mine and yeah he seems to revitalize it quite quite rapidly yeah kudos um, to him and his team what's that yeah absolutely that's a good job yeah. so when you look at the you know people who run customer loyalty programs if you could ask uh the person maybe even rei a question about the program what would that question be Ooh, that's a great question um I think I would be like using that specific example of REI um, and the the scaling or like their approach to events. I think I would be interested to know um, how they're how they're approaching the that scaling of events being a national brand with so many locations what their approach is to, I guess, almost like a bit on the operation side. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But I might need to think about that and get back to you. No, no problem. I think that was a good response. Uh, it seems to be uh, quite uh, important to both the brands, kind of the local events and scaling and making them relevant. It is mm -hmm. a big challenge, right? So, um, well, that's great. Uh, the last question I have, somewhat self-serving is okay. you know, what can loyalty 360 do to help you and your team, and your customer loyalty efforts? Yeah. Um, I think that, I think, you know, this is like a starting conversation 
um, for the North Face with Loyalty 360. And um, I think sort of having the North Face involved with or like more connected with other brands that um, that are in this space and and like collaborating or um, sharing uh, experiences or knowledge. Um, I think that could be a value for us. Excellent. But, but also, Mark, that that also is a question that I have for you. What what question is that? How can Loyalty 360 help the North Face? Yeah, I think we're unique, uh, at least more so coming through COVID. You know, we have a large and growing brand community. We're very focused on uh, providing opportunities for the brands to engage one another, but also to discuss topics, whether that's personalization or mm. a purchase to corporate social responsibility or looking at metrics and measurement, you know, doing some benchmarking in that regard. Uh, we have a, an active and growing the active membership community and they, they, those who are engaged, uh, you know, they, they do a great deal. They attend meetings, they advocate, but it's, it's really about expanding the discussion around customer loyalty. You know, we have a, a mentorship group now we're doing continuing education, but all this is being driven by the brands who are members and, and you know, the challenges and opportunities they have. So, uh, our goal is, is really just to continue to build the membership, but also making sure that, and when partnership opportunities arise, we help facilitate those. Or if there's topics around customer loyalty that the community wants to hear about, we facilitate, uh, you know, doing, whether doing a quick research project around it or facilitating meetings that allow them to be a qualitative uh, discussion. I think that's what's really cool. Some of these discussions you'll have, you know, 12 to 25 brands on the call and you ask a couple of questions and it's they just run with it. And it's just so interesting to hear from people like McDonald's to a, you know, to a JetBlue, to a Ahold or a Sephora, just how they look at different facets of the customer loyalty uh, program process or engagement. So hopefully that was a good answer. That was a great answer. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, Vanessa, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. It's, uh, you know, we were very familiar with North Face. Uh, I know your uh, company has won a couple of awards from us in the past. And, you know, it was great hearing more about what you guys are doing and how you're doing it. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Mark. This has been fun. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, make sure you join us back for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty series soon. And have a great weekend.